in the digital reality, evolution over revolution prevails. The QA approaches and techniques that worked yesterday will fail you tomorrow. So free your mind. The automation cyborg has been sent back in time. TED speaker Jonathan Wright's mission is to help you save the future from bad software. Welcome to the show. I've got Parveen, who's uh, a great speaker, who I'm actually going to be speaking with uh, at a number of conferences th- this month. I'm really excited to have you on the show. Tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Thank you for having me. So as you know, I'm Parveen, uh, and I'm a tester. I really like sharing my ideas in by speaking and writing different blogs at different places. So uh, I'm going to speak along with Jonathan at a few conferences this month. Uh, really looking forward for that. and. And also, I like, um, I'm very passionate about testing. So I like, I really like different things. I really like new, uh, learning new things, which will allow me to implement those into my testing or improving my quality. That sounds fascinating. And I, what you've, you've got such an inspirational journey. And what I love about it is you've took it, you've, you've just had a raw kind of, I'm going to sh- share my story with everybody. And I love that. And, you know, you've got, you've, you found the hearts of, you know, people like Angie, you know, Ty Quinn, all the guys who, uh, you know, are, are making a big impact. And I can see that you want to, you know, leave your kind of footprint as well. Um, I'd love to hear about how you started because, you know, obviously doing your master's in computer applications, you know, was there much focus on quality and testing when you went from an academic perspective or, or is this something, what, what, what got you started? What got the bug? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. So I, I, as you said, like I have done my master's of computer applications, right? So, uh, since my, since I complete, completed my schooling, since then I was very related to where I was very far off. Uh, uh, like learning about computers. I was very fascinated about that. So even when I used to get my, you know, my uh, school holidays or my uh, college holidays, I would take up a course to learn something about, um, you know, some many courses like learning about HTML, learning about JavaScript, like, you know, I used to do that. After completing my master's, um, I wanted to get into, like, I didn't know where I should start from, what I should go into. So I was like trying to take some suggestions here and there. And there were some people, you know, who were trying to guide me and give me suggestions that, oh, don't go for developing side. This is not something for like, you know, as a woman, like it's very stressful. Don't go for it. And that's where like I kind of took up that as a challenge and ended up teaching about computers into an university, uh, uh, which was completely a male dominated university. When I say male dominated, it was just for mostly teaching masters so i ended up teaching like back then it was cc plus plus so i ended up teaching that after that yeah i came back to uk uh in 2009 i had uh, i was on a break like basically i was on my career break uh for four years i ended up just being a university lecturer at that point i took a break for uh, for three four years I had my neighborhood. I didn't knew in my academic that there's something called testing. Apart from having one small chapter, like something <laughs> related to like testing. Apart from that, I didn't knew anything about testing. And as I said, I had my neighbor who was into testing. Then I had some conversation. It really fascinated me. It really, it, I really got interested. And then I started studying about testing. Like I started to read few books around and 
try to find out how what it is so my interest to being uh, into this uh, like you know software world i thought like this is this is really very interesting and that's where you know i got started into testing um, and that's it like from then it's been a wonderful journey where like you know i've been learning i've been working with different teams uh, on different so many variety of products as well you've kind of got the the, the testing bug and yeah I, I, I think it's lovely that you've kind of found that passion you found you, you, your own journey through there and it, and you know part of it is as you've gone through there you've obviously you've you've gone to try and find you know books and and courses uh, and self-learn some of this stuff yourself um, and you know this is kind of where we wanted to build the community you know this podcast that'll go out to people is going to be people who, just like you who want started on this journey and I've got no idea where, where you know how to go about it have you got any tips about kind of resources that you found really useful books that you enjoyed or you know anybody in the industry that you know you you, you followed on 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 kind of social media and and and, and tell us a little bit about that and how you started getting connected with those guys. Yeah, uh, when I started interesting, really, I had like I was completely unaware of this this wonderful community. I have I was completely unaware of this. So I think uh, back in 2018. So that's where my exposure to this community started, and that's where I started to follow people. And I think Angie Jolie is the first person who, uh, who, uh, whom I've seen her speaking. I saw her. I was just searching for some resources to learn something. So that's where I saw Angie, uh, you know, talking about automation. So that's where I got connected to her, and that's where, like, you know, I think that's kind of like unlocked my community world of community, you know. And that's where I started, uh, re like. Uh, got into link on more on LinkedIn and Twitter and following a lot of people where they share their resources. And I think one of the wonderful thing for me was like also uh, starting to attend different conferences, like and especially a um, lot of resources from Ministry of Testing, uh, Test Patch and a lot of other conferences. Uh, and of course, like, you know, following people like Lisa Crispin, like a lot of other people uh, like Marit, Lisi Hawk, there are so many other people who have been following and uh, learning from them. And yeah. Well, what we'll do is we'll have to get you to do a blog of a few people that we can, you know, you can help other p listeners follow and maybe uh, subscribe to. So, you know, some of the names that you've given there be great for them to kind of just be able to follow those people and, and look at those resources. So we'll get something up on the QA lead so we can share that because that's, uh, you know, sounds really good. And, you know, we've got Lisa Crispin coming on the show in a couple of episodes. Uh, I know she did a big call out for you when you did the Hungarian, uh, uh, your first public speaking. I'd love to hear about how you, you, how you submitted for that. How, you know, what, what made you, what made you do the call for papers? What made you kind of submit an article? What, you know, did you have a mentor? You know, was it the community, what, what drove you to do your first public speaking? Um, yeah, again, but coming back, like, you know, I got completely, I never knew, like, I've never came across, like, this is something you can do as well. Like, you know, when I saw Angie speaking, when I saw her video, the way she was talking, like, I, I really got inspired by that. And that's where I was like, I would never think, like, I was never like, okay, can I do that as well? But it is something, uh, I came across Speakeasy, uh, when I was like, searching around i didn't knew how to start where to start from 
but then I somewhere uh, when I was looking at the different resources that's where I came uh, came across VTZ and when I approached them it was it was a nice program where you get a mentor and they will help you to like you know uh, about getting into speaking or you know they'll try to mentor you so that's where uh, I got and I was so super lucky that I got the same person as my mentor who, who from whom I got inspired so that was kind of like a big huge dream come true for me and that's where my journey started and I got uh, I she like Angie Jones she helped me a lot in like you know finding my voice basically I can say that's what I can say she helped me to find my voice and um, that's where it all started and 2019 was like where I was going across a lot of different conferences where I was showing again I shared my different stories like one was about uh, my transitioning into agile how like what different challenges I faced that was one again in the st story and the next one was like transforming uh, into DevOps which I'm going to speak at BCS as well. And that, that's uh, you know as a, I, I'm on the BCS committee and you know part of it when we were selecting you because your your name was the first one to come up actually for for speaking and and um you know, part of it is we're looking at uh, internships and mentoring as well as part of the kind of inclusion. You know, part of what we really want to do is get people who are young. And I think Angie, um, you know, inspired a whole generation of people to to do coding, to to really see how, you know, you could get you could do this right and empower people to. And I think we've got, you know, why we brought the BCS back is because that envisions that new new world right that new kind of you know the story that you've got to share and i you know I, i'd love to share your testing tour when you did the sketches on that for some of the sessions that you did i thought that was fascinating and i think that is you telling your story um and you know it's great that you got a mentor and angie you know is is a rock star in the testing landscape and i'm sure you're going to do some really good sessions um so you know, I'm looking forward to speaking. We're speaking at uh, an event uh, together on the 22nd this month, which will be great yep. fun. And you're also doing the first ever British Computer Society, SIGIS, the Specialist Interest Group for Testing, and headlining our DevOps. So it's going to be great to see you to talk about that DevOps journey. So I've looked through some of your slides. Uh, I think it's a really good journey to share. You know, actually, a lot of people who keep on coming on are asking about how do I do DevOps? How do I do Agile? You know, it, it's great to have somebody there who's sharing that spirit, that experience. So back to your testing tour for a little bit. Can you tell me how that you got started with the, the sketches and, you know, how, what inspired you to do that? Um, yeah, so my testing tour. So basically that's where uh, I went to one of the conference in 2019, which was Dispatch Brighton. And there, uh, that was my first ever conference. So that's where um, I heard a talk by Lissy Hawk, where she shared her journey of uh, testing tour. So I kind of got so inspired because, you know, sometimes you relate to uh, some of the talks, you relate to uh, the story. And then I was so uh, inspired that I wanted to try it by myself. Like even I wanted to try that. So that's where, you know, I got inspired and that's where I, I kind of tried to uh, to my, oh, I w went on onto my own testing tour. So I tried to pair up with different people on different topics, um, and learn and share together, basically. So it's like, it's kind of having the pairing up session where 
be together alone and share about different topics. And I, th- I think that's really good because you, this certain each time you go and you, like you said, sometimes the talk kind of inspires you or, rep, you know, you can relate it to. And then sometimes some of the topics that you had on here, there was performance testing, there was pair programming, there was exploratory testing. You know, part of it is there's so many diverse disciplines within, within testing. And I'm, I guessing each time you sat and you, observe one of these sessions you'd have takeaways that you wanted to share and you've sketched which is fantastic and also i I love the the whole kind of quotes that you've found like go slow to go fast and and things like that which is really helpful because it's inspirational in the sense of you know people get can can relate to it but they can also kind of go well i understood when i was looking at this how you know I, i don't understand that component who can i speak to or what community can I go to? And, and the Ministry of Testing is a fantastic source of information for that kind of stuff. Um, so, you know, any as far as your kind of journey now, you've obviously, you know, you are you're working at a company uh, and doing you're part of a DevOps team, I guess, is, uh, in your current role. That Square Marble technology, you've you've been there for about six months now. You know, what kind of work have you been getting yourself involved? You know, getting involved with, and what's your kind of current role look like? Um, so yeah, at Square Marble Technology, so we, uh, I've joined this new team completely. So we were trying to build the team from the scratch, uh, the, to work on a new product, like they, they have their own product, like Mia product. So we, my role is basically like, um, coming in as a tester on that, uh, team. And I'm the first tester, again, a solo tester. Uh, so it's like I had to be starting my role. Initially, to build up, the, uh, like, you know, be part of the team, build some the strategy within the team, and then slowly, uh, then we can expand the team. It could be testers, developers, like all different roles. So basically, initially, it's just six months now. So I'm the, I'm the only tester right now over there. So trying to uh, understand the product, come up with, the, you know, being part of the team. So that's the same thing which I have done with my previous company as well, where I was very much involved in like, you know, being like kind of a test advocate of like in being involved in the DevOps transition. So even here, it's something not exactly similar, but quite little bit similarities where we are also transitioning into DevOps. Like, you know, we are almost there, but kind of, uh, you know, working with different, it's kind of different set of tools which I'm working here, like, you know, and also, we are transitioning into um, domain-driven design, so it's quite different. So, mm. this is exactly, uh, yeah, still it's kind of like a very huge, huge role, I can say, um, where I'm involved everywhere. But it's really interesting and challenging. That's the reason why I took up this role. So, as a, I know you're really passionate about this. As a kind of a solo testing hero advocate, you know, in that kind of role, you know, do you feel that, you know, your your role is to go out and learn and bring in knowledge for the rest of the team and share that knowledge, you know, through wikis? And do you do kind of like, obviously, you've presented uh, now a, a couple of events, but, you know, how do you present that back to the team, your findings or your ideas, if you've got an idea for something? How's that work as a solo? Yeah, I think... Um... One of the reasons why I went on to this testing tool was because most of my career I've been a solo tester. So I always 
uh, I never got an opportunity to pair up with someone like uh, like some testers. So that's the reason why I thought this is a good uh, good opportunity for me to pair up with different testers to look at the different mindsets, how they work, how they think, you know. So and then like going outside in the community, like attending the conferences or learning. I really uh, listen to a lot of webinars as well. So trying to take that information and trying to have conversation with different people outside in like in the community and i think i take up those ideas based on what my team is going through right now what kind of challenges or like for example right now my team we are setting up the process so i would go out and try to see how different people are trying to do those kind of uh, things and then come up with my i'll try to add my own ideas and take those ideas together and then um I try to present it. I try to present to, like, for example, I try, I can try to present to my uh, team lead and then I can share that idea. And if my, my, uh, my lead likes it, then I would definitely, I kind of do a presentation or kind of a, uh, a session with my whole team, whole team, and then kind of take a feedback to see whether they agree. It's not like I don't try to impose anything, but I try to come, take the ideas and present it and see if people like it or not. So, based on that kind of like you know um, feedback loop try to work on that way so i guess with devops it's a fail fast learn rapid kind of culture uh, it's yeah. kind of it, i'm not going to say agile 2.0 but you've got kind of agile you've got a bit of a manifesto you know mm-hmm. you kind of you know you're going through um you know quick iterations and then devops is you know maybe even at a faster faster rate um when you think about devops and you know that kind of culture kind of change to agile what did you what was your difference from coming from a team which was kind of doing an agile transformation to what sounds like you're doing again but in a devops landscape what what kind of to you is the big big differences um yeah so you know it was interesting for me that um i went from waterfall to agile and then from agile to, to devops basically so it so I kind of um, I can see the difference. What the difference is for me, like the way. Again, everyone has their own way of doing. Like they have their own way of doing agile. They have their own way of doing DevOps. Um, so for me, it was like with agile, I got more valued team member. I felt like I was more valued as a tester, and not there was like no silos basically. So at least um, so. I really, uh, I was really interested, uh, um, like while doing agile. So this was one of the aspect of agile. But then, when I transitioned into DevOps, it was more about you know pushing yourself. Like for me, it was mainly because uh, uh, when I was completely new, there was a lot of uh, things going around. Like, do we have any space, place as a tester or not? So you know, you have a lot of questions, right? Mm. But then I think uh, the difference is like shift. Quite a lot shift left within the DevOps. It's the difference for me, um, and also is like you are more and more involved within the team. Like just like when we say, when we talk about agile, when we are working in uh, waterfall, you say like okay, testing is just one phase, but with agile you are involved everywhere, right? For me, again with the DevOps, it was like you know the same strategy of involving, but it was more and more involved very early on, and like, you know, trying to um, not just accept whatever has been, uh, like, you know, sometimes the quality 
gets neglected or sometimes people say that okay uh, this is some kind of a technical things you don't have to be involved in these things you know you get to say you you hear these things a lot when you like you know um, when you hear about all these pipelines and devops world so that's where i think i kind of had to be very courageous and i i kind of had to be very pushy myself like yeah i had to find the space of course i had a very good team like you know any like any anyway like when you're working no no one understands you uh, straight away but then when you try to explain when you try to create your visibility when you try to show that this is why this is the reason why you have to be involved and you have to be there so that's where people will understand and they will um, i mean for me at least i was lucky that uh, they could value why i'm trying to say this so this was kind of a difference for me Oh, I, I think it's really interesting. And, and I know when you, I've got one of your slides up at the moment of kind of, and you mentioned about kind of shifting left and a bit earlier in the life cycle as far as, well, when should you get involved and when should, you know, test or quality be, you know, at what stage? And you've got here, you've got things like you've got your, uh, your integration tests, your content driven tests, your API tests, smoke tests. And then you've got this fast loopback where you've got passes or fail or it's ready to be deployed into the next environment. You know, I, I, I guess each environment, whether it be pre-prod, staging, to QA, performance, yeah. you know, security, there's all sorts of different types of testing and quality checkpoints that you're doing there. Um, and I, I originally joked at the title for this as quality ops in the sense of really what you're talking about is adding quality gates to that process where there's no real, you know, too, too early to get involved or too late to get involved. Um, yeah. and you know, Dan North is a good friend and he, what, when he spoke, uh, he talked a lot about DevOps and when he talked about DevOps being, um, you know, the blurring the lines between operations and development, you know, I really like the idea that actually it was around kind of extending your reach out to not only processes and, and teams that you used to be dealing with from a software development lifecycle, but now to an operational and a business kind of perspective. Do you find that you're dealing with, I know you talk about silos in your presentation, do you find you're dealing with either more stakeholders and more teams than you were doing when you were in doing Agile, or do you think it's just your reach is greater, or how would you describe your role changing from kind of your involvement as a in an Agile uh, lifecycle versus DevOps? Um, yeah, I think it is, um, in terms of involvement, I think it's with DevOps, it's more, in, like, I find it, I, I find it, like, more of, like, like, rather than just defining about what needs to be tested and how, it's more about defining, like, you know, um, like, at the initial point of, when the story level starts, like, for example, if I go into details, like, when the story level starts, you can like at this moment i think it's just for me because um i got to see a lot of um i could see the architecture like you know earlier on i was not like um question any decisions based on the architecture level or unit test level or api level and again it's it could be because of the way our team was working because we used to never uh, uh, write any uh, unit test or never write any integration test but then with this uh, devops it was so 
it became so obvious that because we had to go with the pipelines like for example continuous integration there was no way that you could escape like at least certain tests like you can't say like you are covering everything but at least you have to write certain things so that's kind of changed completely for me because uh, then my team like developers started to write at least some amount of unit tests at least some amount of integration tests and then i was involved like you know i got the exposure to looking at those tests and like pairing up with the developer to see what they're writing and like you know um this having some discussions so, so i think it started off more earlier there was no there was not not much about me pairing up with the developer or on certain things apart from having those three amigos and like you know just discussing about the story points but now i think it's more and more more involvement of me like you know even if they want to add some some because i was also involved in like building the pipelines like you know when you have to decide what stages do you do you do we have to have it's like whole team approach like you know it's not about like developers deciding what stages do they want how they want or it just any team member i'm not saying like developers or testers but then it's like coming up with the whole as a whole team coming up with uh, the entire setup uh, how what would work for us and what would not work for us basically so i think the involvement is was more for me in terms of the uh, when we working when i was working in devops and of course because uh, with agile it was like the releases were like you know you have two week once in like two week releases mm. but now drastic like like it changes completely like now because for us we are having releases every like one release every two days or three days so you know your complete mindset changes how do you think like you have to for me it was difficult part was like you have to let go like you know you can't say that oh my god i have to uh, <laughs> i want to do my whole like you know the this kind of testing those uh, you know you have to let go that mindset and occupy what you have to or you have to change completely basically so i think that yeah uh, is involvement getting that visibility and uh, letting go and trying different approaches towards testing this is what yeah this is what was different for me completely well i'm just about i'm actually really looking forward to hearing your talk because you know that sounds really fascinating and i think you know i guess the next step a lot when you're talking about things like I guess a new trend is things like site reliability engineering and, you know, chaos engineering and all those kind of things where there's a quite a, a, a big focus on the operational state. So, you know, you, like you said, you're releasing something one to two days, could be twice a day, could be X amount of times a day. And then the product's there. You, like, you, like you said, you feel it a bit kind of, you, you've got to let things go, let it go. And then just kind of, once it's gone yeah. you're actually then kind of it's in an operational state where you're learning quickly you're getting tickets from issues that maybe get detected you know you start seeing things patterns that you kind of go well actually that doesn't look right you know do you find that you're learning a bit from what's going on in 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 the real world and how people are actually using the application or do you, do you still feel like the once it's deployed how how does that differ you know how does the teams differ you know what, what's what what is the extended reach um i think you know um earlier on i was more i yeah i will admit this i was more of like okay once i do my testing and once it is on the production all i do is do my smoke test mm. and i'm done but now it's not that like you know i 
the actual thing starts when it is when it, when it is gone onto the production because that's where people start to use uh, that's where you see whether whatever you have done it's working or not even though it works for us it works for like you know my whole team if it doesn't work for the real users then there's no point of whatever we have done so far right whatever process we have used whatever tools we have used that won't make any any sense at all so i think right now the shift has completely it's kind of like shift left and shift right as well basically so it's like you know you have i kind of get more involved with the um, you know business stakeholders who are very close to the client so like we have a setup where we have uh, our own project managers who deal with different clients because our our system is a multi tenancy system so we have different clients uh, using the same system basically so so at the moment what i can see is like you know um, i try to be very close to business stakeholders and see how they use the system because again when i say multi tenancy system every client is using the system in a different way for different use case so that comes the challenge like you can't like for example i have my system i can test my own way i can see the ui i can see those different actions i can test my way but at the end when the users are using every user is using in a different way every client is in a, using in a different way and if you don't get that then my testing is of no point like my test scenarios is of a no point so that's the reason why i try to be very very close with the business stakeholders or that to the different stakeholders and try to get how they are using the system even if especially once it's gone any feature has gone live that's where my actual uh, you know curiosity starts like how are they using are they finding any difficulties or uh, is there any feedback after that feature like is like you know the actual feedback starts from there basically for me right right now yeah and i love that and i love the curiosity side of things about it's like um just letting it out in the wild and and seeing how how it you know how it behaves and how it grows and i guess you know part of where you're talking about having multiple tenants you know diff- using it in different ways so potentially they're all configured differently maybe they're custom they've got customizations on there you know it's great yeah. you've got these kind of contents driven tests i'm guessing you know that's a well you've said some really interesting things in the sense of you you know you're you're, you're the, they're writing unit tests they might be doing integration tests you're doing end to end tests you're doing you know um the the smoke tests and then part of it is you're building the context on top of that so what's it like for customer x versus customer y and does customer y use features in the same way as customer x uh, and this is this whole kind of canary kind of uh it starts getting confusing you starting to do ab testing to say well in this tenant you know if we turn on this capability will they use it if you, if this other tenant uses it in a different way you know or if we start customizing things or doing feature flags or whatever else it is yeah. it suddenly becomes incredibly complex and i'm really excited about your 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 story here because it sounds like you're not only the the ambassador for for quality and you are bringing in some of those uh you know tools into your arsenal so you you kind of going what's next so you're doing smoke tests then kind of going actually what else could i do how can i get closer how can i get involved with the teams how can i get closer to the business to understand their requirements and you know you're you know i think this solo hero kind of you know is it testing heroes is is a great idea where it's you know you're really pushing the how can i get more involved and how can i learn from what we've done before um 
I think it's fascinating. So I'm really looking forward to the, seeing your presentation, and hopefully, we can share that with 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 some of the, the with the listeners as well, and also some some links to to some of the you know some of the great names that you've uh, kind of you've mentioned. So um, I'm going to ask you kind of what's what's your kind of um, you know your, for for the people listening, you know, who have probably gone through that same journey as you uh, uh, you did. You know, have you got any kind of really good kind of uh, tips on you know sites to go to you know training to to look at you know what would you be your kind of your advice for them who are just starting out or even if they're just trying to learn more yeah i think um now like if we see like there are so many uh, resources out there where you can learn so much stuff so i I think I've always found that me learning how I try to learn by myself is um, going out like you know as as I've already mentioned about few there are a lot of sites like there are a lot of resources out there but few to name them which comes up into my mind right now is like Ministry of Testing, Test Automation University and you know and there are different blogs Um, I think if once you start looking at it you try to get so many people involved and the community is so great that you know i think i just have one formula which i can say is like asking uh i think um we always feel like have that fear like i don't know whether i'll get that answer or not whether people might answer me or not or uh, you know uh, you don't know ask asking question have always worked for me like you know um you don't know who how people might uh, you will be surprised to see that you, if you reach out someone, they're always ready to help you. And I'm part of a lot of Slack groups where I can ask. So that right now there are so, that's what I'm saying. Like there's so many different resources which you can try to find. Like if you have any question, like I try to use Slack as well. Like, like different, uh, you can see like I have a lot of Slack groups where if I have anything question or like if I'm stuck, it's just like asking away and trying to get the answer from different people and again you get a different viewpoint different perspectives from different people it's not something like you're just reading 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 but also it's like you know two-way approach like where you can ask questions straight away and get uh, an answer for it and we all read books i've i've never read books to be honest so i just started reading different books and i'm i am so like you know into it that now i've started reading um you know a book by Des Humble about DevOps, like continuous delivery. Uh, so I have so many. Mike, uh, Mike Lies, uh, I, I might be giving his name in a wrong way, but yeah, um, I don't remember the title of the book. But yeah, I've, I've started reading so many and exploring it by Elizabeth Hendrickson. Hendrickson, yeah, she's a, she's yeah. a good friend. She's the ATDD is just a, a lost ark. Uh, it's such a, you know, Elizabeth's a fantastic speaker as well. And um, it, I, I think Jez, as you mentioned, with the continuous uh, delivery book, it's, you know, it's it's really good book. Right, so I, I'm going to have to get your, your, your book list, which you're going through at the moment. And, you know, we should put those out. And uh, a great quote, uh, uh, great idea around the Test Automation Universe. That's a brilliant initiative, which Angie started up and it's free. It's, you know, really helpful, really good platform. And uh, we'll add the link for the Ministry of Testing Slack channels because I know that is extremely active. And you're right. It's such a wonderful community. But with that said, 
thanks so much for this podcast and you know it's been absolute pleasure and i can't wait to do um be at the speak at the same conference we can have a proper catch-up and then we'll have to get you back on the show when you're um and also get you to do some more blogs awesome thank you so much for having this and uh, i really enjoyed like sharing my uh experiences and my journey with you